Chapter 71 of The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter 61 the editors of the conspirators' newspapers received documents asking them to leave the country. The newspapers having had their say, the secret order of naturalists held a business meeting that was attended by nearly every male and female member in the county of Philadelphia, and the editorial remarks of the Oracle, Evening Moon, and Evening Telltale were discussed when Dr. Juno said, "'Beloved naturalists, you have before you the sentiments of that instrument which greatly moulds public opinion. And, as these organs have always been governed by men who are after lucre and glory of men, and who cared not, nor do now care, whether they benefit the people, or even their own followers and believers who support them, I think it is fully time that we should give each of these scribes twenty-four hours' notice to leave the country, or take them and hang them by the mob law upon the first poles that can be reached with this motto upon them, Six Semper Tyrannus. I am delighted to see our father so decided to mete out a just reward to these demoralizing newspaper men, who have cried thief and cutthroat long enough, whilst they themselves were the veriest ones," responded a brother naturalist. And I move that we draw up a legal document and seal it with our official seal, and have it signed by the secretary. That is right, said another. I second the motion, and would call upon Dr. Juno, our father, to compose the document in his usual dignified style. All those in favor, please say, spoke the President, and added, It is unanimously carried. We, the sovereign people, known as the naturalists, have congregated together for rigorous work, do unanimously agree that you, the editor, J.G., and proprietor L.C., of the newspaper entitled The O, who, having recently written and published articles in your columns, derogatory to the character of Dr. Victor Juno and his followers, are hereby positively ordered, without hesitation, to leave this country, the United States of America, in twenty-four hours from this hour, and that you do not return again until such time as we choose to permit you to come back and this we order under the penalty of death by the law that is inherent in the sovereign people. We hereunto affix our legal seal of the secret order of naturalists, which give you the bona fide evidence of our determined intention to execute what we have herein expressed. May God have mercy on your sinful souls. Given under the hand and seal of the secret order of naturalists, blank blank secretary, blank blank president. The above legal form of a document was made out for each of the editors and proprietors of those three newspapers, and a committee of three fine-looking men served them in company upon each editor and proprietor. And that self-same hour each of these cowardly howlers scrambled to get ready for a hasty exit from the land where they had their own way in everything for many years. They did not let it be even hinted what caused them to leave home so abruptly. The bald eagle managing proprietor of the Oracle and his man Friday steered hastily for Europe, the former's favorite place of resort. Being an Englishman by birth, 
as well as his editor, Man Friday, they fled to the bosom of their mother's home, evidently singing Sweet Home as they journeyed away from their ill-gotten lucre and falsely earned reputation as liberal Christian benefactors and generous right-hand donators of the working people's money. The lambs in despair left their noble pile. Yea, the wolves in sheep's raiment skedaddled like whipped curs, but dared not let it be known what caused this sudden departure. These papers had nothing more to say about any transactions that referred to Dr. Juno or the working people. The bag of wind exploded, and the cowards slunk into silence in a foreign land. Thus were the conspirators deprived of their most useful instruments for arousing their own people, and the worldlings who had not yet become indoctrinated into the new scientific departure. However, these zealots and their various sects, who stuck by them, had not the least suspicion that so few continued faithful to the orthodox powers. They consoled themselves that their holy religions would cause the great majority to take sides with them in the hour of conflict, provided an internal war should be commenced, a thing which they expected and hence prepared for it. End of chapter 71